This episode of Vision, Hustle, Grit, and Gratitude is brought to you by our Michigan-based firm, Mass Mutual Great Lakes. Growing up as one of four boys outside of the city of Chicago, my brothers and I enjoyed an unbelievable abundance of faith, family, fitness, becoming ferocious competitors as young men, and gratitude for what it means to live in a free country. The one thing we lacked a little bit of on a consistent basis was financial resources. And lacking that level of financial security and stability and success prevented us from having one very special thing throughout our lives, which was consistently having the power of choice. Becoming a professional in our industry means that you have the opportunity to architect your clients, your friends, your family's financial household, their plan to create financial well-being and success throughout their lives. This alone empowers people to have the power of choice for themselves, their families, and the businesses that they serve and represent. Our firm is based in Southeast Michigan, and we're always looking to bring on great people Great people making great decisions consistently delivers great outcomes. If you'd like to learn more about career opportunities with our firm, visit greatlakes.massmutual.com backslash careers to start a conversation with our team today. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back. Uh, Chad with you here again today on the VHGG podcast. And look, I'm excited for today's episode. One of the things that we're doing is is bringing some different formats of, of episodes to you all in, in attempts, as we always say, to just to provide more value. And so you're going to see that we're going to have a variety of different episode types from interviews, from question and answers. We're going to be doing some live panel discussion formats. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of different things, and we're even going to include some, some solo kind of uh, uh Manny calls them rabbit hole rant episodes where we're just sharing some ideas for 10 or 15 minutes that might help you uh, reach that next level in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, whether it's in sports or business. So a lot of different formats coming your way. Today's going to be fun. Today, to talk about that idea of providing value is, is all focused on you've asked and we're going to answer. We've been asking for questions uh, through social media. Uh, many of you have connected with with Manny through LinkedIn or through Instagram. Uh, you've connected with us on uh, asking questions through email. And so, first of all, we're very grateful for those questions, for those of you that have submitted questions. If you didn't get the chance to this time, look, we're going to do more of these. Uh, this is something that's going to be part of our mix of content, part of our episode mix as we move forward. And so uh, you can find us a few different ways to submit a question for a future episode. Number one, vhggpodcast.com. That's going to be the place where you can find pretty much everything related to what we're doing with the podcast anything related to Mass Mutual Great Lakes and what our firm is doing, uh, vhggpodcast.com. There's a contact form there where you can find us and get in touch with us directly. And then find us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at vhggpodcast. Manny's on Instagram at Detroit Manny. Uh, LinkedIn, very active on LinkedIn. You can find Manny Manuel Amesqua on LinkedIn. Uh, or go ahead and connect with me as well, Chad Miles. Um, Send us a message, send us a DM, uh, ask your question. Uh, you can also reach us, send us an email directly, contact at vhggpodcast.com. 
com. Uh, different ways that you can get in touch with us for future episodes. So uh, where's Manny? You're going to hear from Manny shortly. I'm, I'm hosting as kind of the, the MC of this Q&A episode today. Uh, we're going to have Manny come in and answer some of the questions that you've asked him. I'll be answering some of the questions that our listeners have submitted. And I'm looking forward to this one. I mean, we're going to talk about things like how do you go about earning trust in relationships uh, in the business world, in the professional world? How can... How can college students stand out in conversations with recruiters or with company leadership as they're looking to get hired? Uh, We're going to talk about athletes. How can athletes utilize and market their playing experience in the professional world to find jobs? Uh, How does that translate? Uh, What are the skill sets that athletes learn from playing sports that translate well into the professional world. So lots of great questions, uh, lots of great answers. I think you're going to be really excited. I think you're going to enjoy this episode and get lots of value out of it. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and go to our first question. Jacob G asks, what are the ways you go about earning people's trust, not only to grow a network, but also to show you are a genuine good person that cares? Here's Manny. You know, earning trust is is likely one of the most uh, challenging uh, opportunities that we have in front of ourselves every single day in the business of serving people. Uh, I would say two quick things. Uh, One, likability is the runway to trust. The more people find us likable, the more they might invest a little bit more time with us to get to know each other. And then number two, when you earn that time with people, uh, being likable, find ways to add value. Add value. My good friend RJ King says that all the time. I mean, that is like the, the, the secret to life and living an amazing life. Find ways to add value. And, and for me, I'll tell you, I think that uh, one, you have to inherently or, or you have to genuinely and authentically uh, have a desire to get to know people. And if you do have that and you're likable, Uh, having a good system that quickly allows you uh, or empowers you to get to know someone, what's important to them, the priorities or vision they have for their life is mission critical. For me, I still fall back on Ford, F-O-R-D, asking people about their family, their occupation, what they do recreationally, and the dreams they have for their life. I think that's just one of the simplest ways Uh, to be likable, to ask good questions, to demonstrate our genuine interest in getting to understand them and what's important, and then ultimately being able to deliver something tangible that adds value to their life. Jacob, I hope that's helpful. Nicholas P. asks, what is the best method for jumpstarting your business when referrals run low? Here's Manny on this one. I think uh, that is a great question. But there's probably a question before that question, before the question leading to that question. And the question I would ask myself is, why are my referrals running low? Why are my referrals running low? And a couple of things I know from 19 years of of tripping over myself, having great years, slow years, great quarters, slow quarters, great months, slow months. And I'm typically asking myself one, Have I ran enough meetings where I've added value 
and have earned the ability to ask for a favorable introduction to someone they know, care about, and respect? Have I ran enough meetings where I've added value to ask? Number two, am I asking in every meeting where I've added value? And number three, if I'm running enough meetings and I'm asking in every meeting where I'm adding value, let me take a look at the way I'm asking, the language and the process I'm using to empower people to nominate me to somebody they really care about and respect. That's where I would start. And if the response, no matter what the responses are to that, I would also start thinking about, hey, do I have a clear vision? Can I quickly articulate my unique value proposition and the way I add value to other people's lives? Number three, do I have good systems for sharing that with the ideal target audience I desire to serve? And number four, always, always, always take a look at your language. Take a look at your language. One word, two words, a pause, a question versus a statement could be the difference between good and great in earning favorable introductions to people they really care about and respect. Job M asks, how do you market your athletic experience so it's as credible as work experience? I'll share my thoughts on this one. Job, I think this is a great question. And, and, and I like that you use the word market because as, as a marketer myself, I'm a firm believer that uh, marketing is really just, it's, it's communicating stories and communicating ideas. And so when you talk about how do I market my experience uh, in athletics, to make it credible in the professional world, uh, that's a story. Uh, that's something that you can control. And so from a messaging standpoint, we can always, we're always in control of, of our own story in particular. So when you think about your experience uh, in athletics, whether it's on a team sport or an individual type sport, uh, there's so many things that translate into the professional world and so many things, so many reasons why, you know, as a firm in particular, uh, we value bringing student athletes onto our team. And, and the reason that is, is, is for the following. I mean, you think about, first, let's talk about on the team side of things, right? Um, if you play a team sport, can you tell me a story about a leadership type position or role that you had on the team? How are you influencing others on your team? How are you acting as a servant leader um, to help benefit your teammates? How are you bringing value to the other team members? How are you setting a vision for what your team wants to accomplish? How are you setting goals, right? These are all things that are very relevant in the professional world. When, when you talk about just being on a team sport in general, there's so many interpersonal skills, so many communication skills that you have to have to successfully operate as a team in sports. And the same thing translates into business. Tell me a story about a time when uh, you were able to, you know, really communicate and bring your team together on a common goal. What did that process look like? What was the problem that you were trying to solve? How did you go about it? And what was the end result, right? These things translate all the time. You look at um, on the individual side. On the individual side of sports, I look more at, uh, you know, personal responsibility, resourcefulness, um, being a self-starter. And so you, you could share more about how you went about 
um, whether it was uh, in training, there was a particular event that you wanted to attempt or that you wanted to train for. How did you personally go about finding a process or solution uh, to, to get better at that particular skill or to enter in that particular event? That shows initiative on your end, that shows that you're a problem solver. Again, all of these things can be positioned and very relevant to your professional experience. In sports in general, the reason that we love working with professional athletes, um, I'm sorry, student athletes, is because of sports just represents so many things that we experience in life and that we experience in business. I already talked about the team aspect of things. Um, you know, when we talk about in this context of vision, hustle, grit, and gratitude, from the vision side of things, uh, goal setting, setting a vision, a common goal that you can accomplish as a team or individual is incredibly important fits into life, fits into business. On the hustle side of things, athletes demonstrate the work ethic, the drive, the commitment, the consistency needed to be successful in their sport. That absolutely translates into the business world. And then grit, you know, grit to, to us is how you respond, how you bounce back to what you said you would do when something unpredictable happens. How you respond and how you bounce back to something you said you would do when something unpredictable happens. It happens in sports all the time, just like it happens in business. We're in an ever-changing environment. Tell me a story about how COVID-19 impacted you <clears throat> in your sport, in your athletic career. How did you pivot? How did you bounce back? How did you get back to what you said you were going to do after something unpredictable happens? So I, <clears throat> I hope that provides some context. Again, just to summarize uh, you control that story. There's so many ways that you can find how your athletic experience, how your experience in your individual or your team sport can showcase the skills that are going to help drive you and propel you in your professional career. Uh, that story is really just up to you and how you communicate it. Ethan L. asks, as a college student, I speak to a lot of recruiters who speak to thousands of other students in the same field of study. What is the number one thing in a conversation that either you say or has been said to you that makes the conversation memorable? Here's Manny. You know, I, I really, really enjoyed receiving this question from Ethan Lloyd. Uh, there's so many things we can do and say in these moments that will work very well to our benefit. And there's so many more things we can do and say that will not help. Let me share a few of the ones that I really connect with when someone shares them with me. Hey, Manny, I am a great teammate. I'm a great teammate. I will consistently and with a great attitude and energy do my job. I will work hard to meet and exceed expectations. That always, always really resonates with me. Two, anytime people can share a great story with me that demonstrates being a great teammate, having a great work ethic, having grit and bounce back ability, because unexpected things happen every day. It's about how quickly we bounce back to what we said we would do. Anytime someone shares good stories around that, that's really powerful and that really resonates with me as well. Another one is when I can just genuinely tell that the person is just very kind hearted. That is so important. 
We see all the nonsense that exists in our world today and the enormous amount of negativity and pessimism that exists. Being kind is super cool. And I really, really value that within our organization. And lastly, it's the simple stuff. Just honor what you say you will do. If you said you will do it, do it. And I'll tell you what, those four things, those really stand out in any environment where I've met new people. And I can tell you, there are at least a half dozen times in the last two years where we've not had a job posted out there, but I met someone that demonstrated those. And I said, let's find them a place within the organization because this person's a winner. And we love having great teammates. Our people are our greatest asset and every great organization, uh, every great organization has that as a foundational principle uh, that supports their vision. Ethan L. asks, what advice would you give to a college student in a creative field who is having trouble monetizing their creativity? I'll answer this one. Ethan, I, I love this question because it's very personal to me. Uh, if you're familiar with my story, before I came to Mass Mutual Great Lakes, I actually had a business of my own. It was a video marketing business, uh, very much in the creative field. And so I, I went through this struggle personally of how do I take this, this creativity that I have and how do I turn it into something that I can make an income off of? And uh, so here's the thing about creativity. I mean, creativity is one of, in my opinion, the most valuable skill sets, most valuable traits that someone can have. Because creativity can translate into so many things, whether it's the way that you're bringing something to life that didn't previously exist from a problem-solving standpoint, being able to creatively look at a problem, creatively think about problems, ask questions, and come up with solutions. Uh, there's so many applications to where creativity can be such a powerful thing. Where a lot of creatives struggle is when they want to make an income, when they want to turn their creativity into uh, something that they can get paid for. They struggle to communicate the value that their creativity brings to um, a business, to someone who's trying to accomplish something, right? In order for you to get paid for your creativity, it's on you to be able to communicate. Here is the way that whatever creative solution that I offer, here is the way that it will add value to your business. And here's the way that it will by adding value, how will it help you achieve a goal that you are trying to achieve? If you can get really dialed in on communicating that, communicating how you your creativity can help solve someone else's problem, someone will always be willing to pay for you to help them solve a problem they are experiencing. There will always be a market for that, but you've got to be really intentional about thinking about and figuring out how to go about communicating how your creativity solves problems. Lila R asks, how do you go about making the vision, mission, and values of your organization come to life and instill them in your company culture? Here's Manny on that one. I always fall back on two beliefs that I have. Our people are our greatest asset and every single person was born with great vision great dreams, and great aspirations for life. When we hire great people that make great choices, we get great outcomes. And so when it comes down to 
vision and values and ensuring that that is the air we breathe within our organization, aspiring to attack our vision on a daily basis, like ladies and gentlemen, I just go back to the last two times that I've been able to join a new team and begin to dream again about how much was possible. Number one, I think we should consistently consider how often we should be bringing our team together to dream about the possibilities around our vision. I think that's step number one. Number two, when we can organize these dreams that people have for how much we're capable of creating in terms of value to the marketplace, and we can support those with a half dozen or so guiding principles and values, that's a great step number two. Number three, we know that today's greatest currency is attention. The attention we get from other people. We've gotta be likable. We've gotta have a great vision with great energy, great optimism. When we've got a strong strategy and systems for casting that vision out there as often as possible, the last step is to live it and speak it within our own home. Our five core values at our firm are transparency, authentic optimism, reliable, resourceful, and commitment to the mastery of serving others. Use that in conversation. Keep it above the line with your teammates when it's time to remind them that they're not being as transparent as they could. They're not being as resourceful as they should be in helping the team solve a problem that can help them make progress and win today and attack that vision. Use it in everyday conversation, live it yourself. And like I said, more than anything, attention is today's greatest currency. Vision, cast it in your home, outside your home. Be proud to tell the world your story. And I think that's a simple way to keep winning. Folks, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Uh, thanks again, as always, for, for tuning in and investing some of your time with us. You know, I recognize you, you could be investing your time a lot of places. And so to be with us is meaningful. And uh, as always, our goal is to, to continue to just provide more value, more insights that are going to help you level up personally and professionally. So thanks for investing your time with us this week. Uh, we hope that that some of these answers provided some additional perspective that will be helpful for you. As I mentioned in the, in the beginning of the episode, uh, vhggpodcast.com is going to be the best place for you to go to find all things that are going on within the podcast, within our firm, and to connect with us in a variety of ways. vhggpodcast.com is where you can find more information uh, we look forward to being with you next week. We've got a great interview coming up uh, with two gentlemen, Wesley Burns and Antoine Toussaint. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a, an awesome conversation. Uh, they're two uh, entrepreneurs based out on the West Coast in the uh, Seattle area. So, looking forward to having a conversation with them. Uh, we'll be back with more next week. And until then, keep attacking life with grit and gratitude. We'll see you. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Our goal is to bring value to as many people as possible with these conversations. And we need your help to grow the podcast. Please leave a rating and review on Apple with your thoughts on the conversations so far. Thanks in advance. And until next time, keep attacking your life with grit and gratitude. You'll be surprised where it'll take you.